Hello, and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. I'm Tanya. And I'm Carrie. We are both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee. This is episode number 134. Today we're talking about our summer plans and goals. We'll also talk about our highs and lows from the week, discuss some ideas in our Know Better, Do Better segment, share a work smarter, not harder teacher tip, and in our CODA section we'll give some specific recommendations of our favorite things we are enjoying in and out of the music room. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started. So now it's time to talk about highs and lows from our teaching week. Yes. And we're in the final stretch. We of are our we teaching. are wrapping it up. We've got Year. two weeks. Woohoo. Yeah. Not that I'm counting. I don't I don't count. Right. Right. Um, okay, I'm gonna mention a high slash low. Uh, so teacher appreciation week happened recently. Yeah. And at my school, oh my, so many awesome things happened. One morning there was a barista that came in and set up and we could you know get coffee nice uh one day there was a taco truck outside this was covered all of these things covered by our pta uh another day it was crumble cookies in the lounge um just anyway there's a couple other things that i'm just spacing out uh so this is a high because wow it feels great to be appreciated especially when you throw sugar at me and coffee because i you know Sugar and coffee makes me happy. Um, But it just has been making me reflect on my last 24 years at a different school where Teacher Appreciation Week came and went. And and things happened, but they were on a a much smaller scale. And they were far less for the AMP team, the art, music, and PE teacher. And I understand how that happens for sure, right? And I understand what inequities are in play from one school to another school. But I think the the low part of it is that I'm just super sad for teachers who are teaching in schools where the PTA is not robust and can't do a taco truck and can't bring in a barista. And, and I mean, this is something that we are very aware of from school to school, district to district, but the inequities between how you're treated at one school versus another school are just, I wish there could be something done. It's just ridiculous. And I know you've had the same experience. This is my life. And like, I'm like thrilled that, wow, I feel appreciated. Um, And honestly, I think I, I, I I mean, I work hard now, but honestly, I worked harder before. Yeah. I worked harder at my other school just because of the things that came up that don't come up at my current school. And I didn't feel as appreciated. And, and And that's just wrong. And yeah, duh. I mean, of course I knew this, but it just is frustrating because we're losing teachers across the country. Right. Because they are not feeling appreciated and because they're working so hard and because the hard work sometimes doesn't result in any positive changes. And there's this is a whole, not just other podcasts, this is a book, this is a seminar, this is, you know, <laughs> beyond a TED Talk. But yeah. it's it's just sad, the inequities that happen from school to school, from district to district, from state to state. 
in our education system. Yeah. That said, I'm I'm happy with the free latte I got from the coffee cart too. Yeah. You know, and your taco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go on and on about this forever because I taught in Title One schools my whole career until this year, and so yeah, I'm seeing it like the the change. And I will say, my past couple years in my school where we didn't have a PTA or a parent organization really at all, we had parents who tried to get involved, and sometimes they would bring us lunch and things like that and it was all very you know they they did what they could but then for teacher appreciation week it was not anything like what I'm seeing now yeah but what my principal did especially last year who was a new principal in the building is he got community organizations super involved so it's like if you don't have parents in a PTA that can provide those types of things for your teachers how can you get donations and things from organizations so we actually had a taco truck at my school last year and I've never seen anything like that in any of the schools that I taught in title one or not because he was able to get that completely funded through a neighborhood local organization so you know that's somebody's time exactly to to dig that up yeah make those connections that was his time that was his time yeah so I know I'm sure no principals listen to us but if you happen to be principal (laughs) at a title one school (laughs) go make make connections and get a taco truck if you can't get you know what you need from your PTA look at neighborhood associations and businesses and churches we we used to get a box lunches provided to us like a couple times a year from one of the local churches you know, because they recognized the work that we were doing. Right. So, you know, I did feel appreciated in that way. But, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying because, yeah, I'm living it. Yeah, so that's my high slash low. Uh, <laughs> Reality that, check. Yeah, I. it's awesome. I feel very appreciated and loved. Yeah. Yes. And for me, I know it sounds cheesy, but, you know, yes, I love the coffee and I love all the, the goodies. But when a kid brought me a handwritten note, oh, yeah. it was like, that's the best. Because, like, we, my school had, like, a, you know, each day, here's what we're doing for teachers. And Thursday was specifically, write your teacher a note, write your teacher yes. a card, you know. Yes. And, um, you know, of course, they're going to give it to their classroom teacher first. So yeah. I don't get a ton of these things. But for the kids who took the time to write me a note, it was I know. very sweet. I got several of those. Yeah. And I'm, it, it's really funny because some of them, you could tell they were trying to use specific vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. So I helped write a school song this year, or I did write the school song with the fifth graders help. And perseverance is a word that's in the school song. Oh. And so, you know, we've talked about that word with the younger kids as we're learning the song. And one of my notes was like, I admire your perseverance. Oh, that's so it was cute. very sweet. I love From it. like a third grader. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What about right. you? Oh, well, uh, I'm going to actually share a low. Sorry to be a downer, but, um, you know, it's it's an inevitable low, and I just want to put it out there in case anyone has ever experienced this. So I've had many a winter concert be postponed due to weather, but I've never had a spring concert be postponed due to weather, and that happened this last week, and it was really, really odd. So we've been preparing for this big fifth-grade musical, and I'm not a big musical person, but my first year at the school and I was told there will be a fifth grade musical at my interview so I'm playing nice and I'm doing it this year and I've already been talking <laughs> to my principal. another episode that we <laughs> should is. be doing. Well we kind of already did. Well but yes but we could dig deep. We and, could dig yes. deep. Um, anyways no I did a musical and it, the kids are doing great and it was supposed to be done last Wednesday and we had some severe weather in our area and the problem is our district is so big and covers such a vast amount of area that even though there were tornado warnings um, and watches in certain parts of our district there wasn't anything specifically at my school and yeah the district made the cancel decision to cancel all evening activities and 
it just really stinks when you're like, that was the last concert. That was the last thing. They had done a daytime performance. It went really well. So all I had to do was pack all those parents into the gym, which I was very nervous about. That was the only thing I was nervous about at this point was where are we going to put everybody? And I knew it was going to be a bit of a nightmare, but we were going to just get through it and do it and apologize later. And then <laughs> it just didn't happen. And it's like the letdown of that was so incredibly frustrating. And then it really brought up a lot of really strange things because this particular group of fifth graders were second graders in spring of 2020. They were supposed to do a big second grade musical that year with their former music teacher because her tradition was always a second grade show and a fifth grade show. Mm. And so lo and behold, this same group of kids, when they got the news that the music was musical was quote unquote canceled because they saw the word canceled come out from the district a lot of them, I guess, got really upset. I started hearing stories from parents later that it was bringing up some serious feelings. And I was like, it's not canceled. It's postponed. We're going to do it. It's fine. So we are going to do it. It's going to be next week. But it's like, I had to keep the stage all set up. And I had, (laughs) so it's like, oh, it's just that feeling of we're still going. I thought this was supposed to be done a week ago. But, you know, of all things, of all problems, this is not the worst problem to have. But it's frustrating when it's out of your control. Yeah. You know? I have a rule. You probably don't want to hear this. I understand because there's so much stuff to do, so you got to put it in the calendar. But I don't do any performances past April. Yeah. That is my general And like, I typically rule. try not to, but this one, it just ended up where it was. And, I mean, I'm glad it was the third to last week of school because that still gave me this upcoming week because I certainly wouldn't want to have anything the very last week of school. Can you imagine? And I'm lucky at our school, our our PE teacher does field day in the fall, so I didn't have to worry about field day. But we do have a gazillion uh, field trips going on right now. Yeah. So that's all happening. So it's a bit of a nightmare, but, you know, we'll get through it. Yeah. That's fine. It'll happen. Well, we do want to end on a couple of high notes in the way of shout outs. So you want to do your shout out first? I do. Okay. So um, Carrie and I, we were uh, just very pleased. We had heard from a district in Colorado, the Cherry Creek School District, uh, and we had heard from their curriculum coordinator. Is she? She's the curriculum coordinator. For, I mean, yeah, on the side. On the side. She's a PD music develop. Anyway, Carolyn, uh, who we've known for a long time, had contacted us and said, for our professional development in our district for music teachers, we are listening to your podcast and getting together and discussing. Yeah. And that was... That was awesome. Yeah, that we heard that, and and we were able to zoom in um, during their very last meeting. Yeah, and answer questions, pop and, in and say hi, and say hi. And there was a moment where I we said, "Which episodes did you listen to?" Yeah, and, and they, they said, said all of all them. Of them. <laughs> we're like, "Sorry about oh, that." And if that's a lot if of you're us. still listening, Cherry Creek Music teachers. What's Good job. Up? Aren't you tired of, this, of right? us? You're not listening. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> they need a break from us. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but I just wanted to give a shout out to them because that was that was very cool and innovative and, and yeah. different than a book group. And I hope they got something out of that. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah. And cool. you? Yeah. Shout I just want to give a shout out to, um, so this past year I took over as the mentor teacher, for lack of a better term, for music teachers in our district, teachers who are new to our district and generally first year teachers. Tanya, you did this position for many, 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 many years. Many years. Yes. <laughs> you needed a break. So I jumped in and I had a delightful group. Um, we call it our CLP, our community of practice. And we met monthly for an hour just to, you know, connect with one another. I shared ideas with them. 
them. They shared with each other. And I just had a delightful group, and they were so sweet. And I know some of them actually listen to this podcast. So shout out yes. to my, to my Jeffco COP peeps. Um, you are just so much fun. And I think what this brings up for me, Tanya, is that we just love to be reminded that people are actually listening to this thing because, you know, we sit here and can talk all day long. But... Because we're egomaniacs. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, just it because just, it feels good. That yeah, we we're know... taking our time and yeah. our effort, and, and, and this is great because yeah. music teachers need music teachers. Right. We need to, like, and not just music teachers, but specific to their... What we're doing. Yeah, elementary. Um, and it's just nice to know that there's a community, however loosely tied by audio, yeah, um, out there. So just a reminder for you, dear listener, that we'd love for you to, if you haven't already, you know, put a review and a oh, rating. Yeah. I don't think we have um, any 20, well, I know we don't have any 2023 reviews. That'd yeah, be cool. we would really appreciate for you to give us a review and a rating, but, you know, on, on the Apple podcast player or iTunes is helpful, but any podcast player that you use, I yeah. think there's rating systems on all of those. And then, you know, we'll put a link in our show notes, but you can buy us coffee and uh, we always appreciate it. And we do drink, we're drinking coffee right yeah. Yeah, we have, we'll put a link to the, the site where you can buy us a coffee. And yeah, it does actually pay literally for coffee for us to drink while we record. <laughs> yeah. But it also pays for like gas when we're going places and doing things. So, well, and our, to our host podcast this host, podcast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this does cost money. So, anyways, not that we're sitting here begging for you to do that, but we certainly appreciate when you do. We certainly do. And now it's time for our main theme. And we are not talking about what's happening in our schools. We're talking about our summer plans today. Yeah. And all the million things we're going to get done. Because I always start out the summer with, all right, I can do this huge laundry list of all the things. I know. Every year. And then, you know, you turn around and it's August. But Summer happens fast. But if we put them down now and we talk about them. Yeah. Then everything will happen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, Carrie, yeah, uh, we're going to break it down with personal goals and uh-huh. professional goals. So give us some of your personal goals. Okay. I mean, they're really not all that exciting, but this is what's on my mind. So um, my backyard is a mess, and I really want to clean it up and do some landscaping. Nothing major, but we had a fence blow over um, last spring because the winds are so strong, and our house backs up to some open space, and we don't have dogs, so we really don't need a fence so I'm just as soon not going to have a fence but then there's lots of cleaning up to do in the space behind where the fence was because it's pretty nasty so want to do some cleaning up and I have some flower gardens that I want to clean up and someday I'd love to have a vegetable garden again but literally all the critters in my backyard eat all the vegetables it's yes, like a, ma'am. it's like a literal john the rabbit situation yeah. but it's also john the raccoon and john the bobcat and john the whoever knows what else is back there because colorado you know um so that's probably not gonna happen this year but if i at least get things cleaned up then maybe next year i can plant vegetables we'll see so that's a big thing yeah do you just want me to keep going and then you can do No, yours? we could trade off. Okay, what's one you of yours? You can have some more personal okay. goals. Um, I want to relax. I know that's <laughs> I love how crazy. we have to write that down. I had to write it down. <laughs> okay, so this is my summer of water, I hope. Uh, my husband and I are going on a cruise to celebrate our 20th anniversary. Yay. And it's a Viking cruise. Um, 
it's not a huge cruise. It's a riverboat cruise. And uh, Carrie already went on this it's cruise. It's the same one I went on. Uh-huh, because I can't <laughs> do anything unless I've heard some personal reviews. No, but your experience is going to be so different because it's summer. And mm-hmm. I went in November, which was also cool because of Christmas markets. But you're going to have the summertime experience. And you're going the opposite direction. This is true. So it'll be slightly yes. different. And we're going to end up in Amsterdam. <laughs> and then we have a couple more days in Amsterdam. And I'm really excited so about that. Uh, so, yeah. So we're going to cruise. And my other water part is that uh, my husband and I just got paddle boards. Yay! So now we need to make it to all of the, uh, you know, the all of the lakes in Colorado where you yeah. can paddle board. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, we got to use them now. I'm excited. Because oh, you got a paddle Because I have one. So and we, we can, can paddle all together. paddle board. So yeah. fun. All right. All right. Um, well, yeah, on the note of relaxing i mean it sounds awful but you know i want to read and then also catch up on tv shows that everyone tells me about that i never watch so like you can do while you're doing laundry exactly (laughs) so yeah i mean reading is always a fun thing to do i I do enjoy reading but during the school year it's just so hard to find time to just sit and read so i have a stack of books like digitally piled up in my goodreads that i'm excited to dig into and then tv everyone talks about all these awesome shows i think we'll look at like apple tv and just binge all the things that everyone told us that we need to watch so exactly yeah all right what's your next one um so my son jude just graduated from high school well actually he'll graduate next week but he's done with attending classes at high school and he's getting uh ready to go to college in august he'll he will be going to see you boulder and uh, I want to help get him ready for college. I don't know exactly what that means, except for, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, it's, it's freaking me out because. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. And now I've got to do his baby book, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's my summer goal every year is to finish my kid's baby books. <laughs> now that oh, he's going gosh. to college, maybe I should finish the baby book. Oh, my. Um, yeah. So I just got to get him ready for college but get us ready for him to be at college yeah it's going to be a different different experience different life so exciting though uh yeah i'm sad right this second but are you yeah i'm freaked it's just so i can't conceive of it yeah but it's gonna happen whether i'm ready or not yeah yeah oh so anyway yeah get get jude ready for college get us ready for life is a three-person at-home yeah. family all the time instead of four. Do you think he'll come home a lot on weekends? Um, or do you think he, like, what do you think his personality is? Do you think he'd rather stay on com- campus and hang out there? I think he's going to want to stay. I mean, we went for a visit and heard from current students, and I think he's really ready for, like, the, the campus life. Um, yeah. But I do see him wanting to come home to do laundry. Well, sure. Of course. That's all kids do. And we live so close. You know, we can get to Boulder in 40 minutes. Right. Um, And my sister and her husband, they live super close. Oh, that's right. He'll just go. So he'll just go over (laughs) there. Go to his aunt's house and do laundry. Exactly. And do laundry. 
Uh-huh. That's so. nice to have someone close, though, for yeah. those quick things. So that's like, I think that's enough of my personal goals because um, yeah. summer's not that long. I know. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just do one more if I may. Like, and you know, this is about the, the, again, the evolution of, you know, personal family lives. And my, now that my kids are old enough to stay home alone for extended periods of time, I, I want to hang out with my husband more <laughs> and be more intentional about it because, you know, with me being a teacher, then, you know, my summers calm down significantly, but his work amps up in the summer. So yeah. we have to be intentional about it or else I will be resentful that I'm spending all of my summer cooking and cleaning and taking care of kids. And he's working really hard, which I appreciate. But right. if we're not intentional about setting up some date nights, then I feel like the whole summer will just go away. Yes. But, but yeah, so that's that's my final thing is just to hang out more with my husband. Yes. We are going to go to uh, to Rocky Grass this summer. I mean, we are bringing our kids with us, so that's different. But um, Rocky Grass is a bluegrass festival here in Colorado that we went to a couple times before kids. And now we're going to go back and enjoy it. I didn't it. know you could bring kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very family-friendly event. I just picture it like a Grateful Dead show. No, it's super family-friendly. Like, the last concert is, I mean, they're done by 930 you know, but my kids are also older, so like they can stay up and, and it's fine. But no, like there's a there's a river that the creek goes through right through the festival. So like families will just hang out over by the creek and their little ones play in the water. You can go tubing down the river. Yeah, it's super family friendly. They have kids activities throughout the whole festival too. So nice. Yeah. So yeah, actually one of my daughter's very good friends there. Um family's going to so she'll have her little friend to oh wow to bounce around with and that's awesome yeah so outside time camping music all that stuff oh yeah that's all gonna happen to the best so. all right well let's talk about the boring stuff no but it's good <laughs> the professional stuff that like that we always want to get to have more time for yeah and I mean just a caveat about this I know some teachers are like it is summer I will do nothing I will not you know do anything school related and you know you do you I just know for me if I get a few things done over the summer I always feel better going into the school year knowing that you know I, I got some of those things checked off my yeah list, I mean so. I try not to go overboard because I have had summers where I've went overboard um I'm thinking specifically about the summer of 2020. Oh, well, yeah. When I was we like, were... I'm going to do all the Zoom PD, all of it. And then I'm going to also, you know, do my own sessions. Yeah. Um, boy, I just burnt myself out in the summer of 2020 right. because I was really trying to rev up my tech skills and I did world music pedagogy. I mean, I had a good time initially, but then I was, uh, I'm not a Zoomer these days. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I'm not a big fan of being on zoom because i just did so much of it i'm i don't want to do it right now anyway um that said professional goals um my concept plans especially for my level one concepts i want to zhuzh up and take out some things and i've taken out some things but i need to deliberately put in some more things and specifically I've been doing more with modern, quote, modern music, pop music, rock music, um, a little bit of hip hop. And I really need to put those things formally in my concept plans, not just level one concept plans, but like all levels. But 
Um, and I, I've made little notes in my Google Drive as I've gone along, but I need them to be in a place where I can see them connected to specific concepts. Um, also, I want to make them really excellent for my level one students that I'll have at Colorado Kodai Institute uh, later in the summer. So I would like to really specifically zhuzh my concept plans um, and included in this is I will have a student teacher in the fall and I need to give her awesome concept plans but also I need to make better long-range plans that are for other eyes than me because my long-range plans if you look at them do not make sense I don't think to anyone but me right because I know what I mean and I know I can like shorthand this or that and I'm not going to be detailed about it because I live with my own head and sure you know that kind of thing. So I just want to make things look um, really great for long-range plans, for concept plans. Um, and, and that's really where I'm ending my professional goals, except for what we're going to talk about in a minute, which is the book club. Yeah. That we're doing together. Right. For, you know, coming up in summer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for my professional goals. Okay. And how about you? Well, um, one is a in school professional goal like meaning literally in my building so I don't know if this this will likely not happen before summer officially begins and I I'll be honest I don't see myself going into the building this summer although maybe I will because you know we can we can use our little fobs to check in and do some stuff but what needs to happen is that we have a whole stage area and there's a loft and there's a bunch of props and costumes and all this stuff you know and again the the teacher before me she did a lot of shows so there's a lot of stuff up there and not that I want to get rid of it all but I just need to organize it and I literally don't know what's up there that's the other issue so I want to take like an inventory I want to like label all the boxes and then create like a spreadsheet that says in box number one are the you know uh plungers like there's a box of plungers probably from like a stomp type of program or something I have no idea why there's plungers but um I don't know that's that's the whole thing I mean are they connected to a handle yeah I mean they're not for like they're not trombones no 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 like they're literally plungers I don't know why but you know I can see because they're clear so I can kind of see but they're way up high and I hate ladders so I'm gonna get my husband who's on ladders all the time and get him to go with (laughs) me and um help me organize my loft area so that will either happen you know Sometime during the summer if we're bored or at the beginning of next school year, that might win it. But it needs to happen before next school year starts because a lot of people use that stage area for a lot of things and it just needs to be organized. So that's that. And then you mentioned teaching levels. This summer I'll be teaching levels in Seattle at the Seattle Kodai Levels Program. And I'll be teaching level three. And I have taught level three before in Colorado, but it was only online. So um, I've got some stuff to do to prepare for that as far as preparing preparing for the course, you know, concept plans, like you said, like really getting those, you know, nice and presentable to other people. But specifically, I want to hone in on new song literature. And, you know, while I'm always hesitant to present new song literature to people I haven't done with my students myself, Mm -hmm. I still want to make sure that I am, I bought all these new books and I haven't really gone through them. So like Rachel Gibson's new Mm. book and Karen Howard's new books in the last couple years, I really just need to go through and really pull out some gems. And even if I haven't necessarily taught it with my kids, I still feel confident because they're from such great sources that I can then share those as really great source material for 
for other students as well. So yeah. uh, beefing up my song collection, but also passing that on to other people. So nice. that's kind of my, my big thing Okay. professional goals. Yeah. But then we're going to read. We're going to read. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. All right. Drum okay. roll, please. <laughs> so Didn't we already announce this? I, I don't know that we did officially, but this will be the official announcement. Okay, Tanya. officially. Okay. Our summer book club for 2023 is... Realizing Diversity and Equity Framework for Music Education by, by Dr. Karen Howard. Who we just love and who adore. Who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> we just appreciate all of Karen Howard's work. She is an amazing presenter. All of her materials that she has published are fantastic. Her song collections are fantastic and well-researched. Yes. So, yeah, this book just released just this past year. And I think, I mean, as soon as it came out, we before it, it came out, yeah. we said this will be our summer book club. Yes. Um, cause you know, we're, we're trying to do the work as so many of you are doing about making sure that our classrooms are more culturally, uh, you know, responsive and all this. And something that I know Karen Howard really is knowledgeable about is cultural appropriation specifically and how that shows up mm-hmm. in our classroom. And so I know a big chunk of this book is going to be about that anti-bias, you know, just all these things that we're always working on. Yes. Yeah. So this will be awesome. And are we going to give this tentative schedule? Oh, sure. Okay. So this will be available on our Music Teacher Coffee Talk website, too, in case you're not able to, like, go and get a, a, a pen and paper and write this down. But right. our tentative schedule is going to flow like this. Um, on June 11th, we're going to release chapters one and two discussion. Mm-hmm. On the 25th of June we will be releasing an episode talking about chapters three and four on july 9th we're going to release an episode talking about chapters four and five and then finally on the 23rd of july we will release an episode discussing chapters five and six what no no sorry that should say seven and eight seven and eight excuse me (laughs) all right seven and eight because there are eight chapters so yeah you know two chapters per episode basically exactly so please um we encourage you to buy the book we encourage you to get the book read along live with us i mean but then of course you know this will be out for a while so you can always read later and listen later but you know and we we're very careful when we do these book clubs and we've done a few now yes that we're not gonna give it all away in the podcast it's not like not like listening to us would ever ever replace actually reading the book no it's just reflections on how it applies to our teaching situations specifically because we want to put things into play that's the whole point of our summer book club is just to see okay well here's what's out here and how does it relate to what we're doing and can we make this work in our teaching and our school year and what's valuable and all of that yeah yeah and if you're interested we'll also link in the show notes to past book clubs that we've done um you know link to the books themselves that we've read but also link to the episodes so if you're interested in seeing some of the past books that we have read um Mm -hmm. it's just a really fun way to keep talking over the summer you know because we never know what to talk about as far as what to do in the classroom because we're not in the classroom. So oh, I've got plenty to talk about. But it's not very <laughs> well. No, exciting. but what, yeah, Teaching exactly. Yes. So we started doing the summer book clubs, you know, a few years ago, and and we've heard some really great feedback. So yes. you know, and it, and it encourages us to read and that accountability. So I'm all about it. So yeah. we hope you'll read along with us. Yes, please.
so now it is time for our segment we call Know Better, Do Better, where we reconsider a practice or something going on in our classroom and think about how to do better for our kids. So, okay. Tanya, with that said, <laughs> what would you like to talk about? As a prelude for our upcoming book club with the book Realize and Diversity and Equity Framework for Music Education by Dr. Karen Howard, I would just like to focus in on some questions um, that Dr. Howard includes in the preface of this book and some of the things that she's going to discuss. This is to entice you to join us in the book club, Perfect. but also things that are awesome to keep in mind. Um, and here are some questions that she's going to be addressing in the book. And I'm reading directly from the book, uh, page 11 in the preface. Uh, these questions include, but are not limited to, how do we diversify our pedagogical strategies, our repertoire, our teacher-slash-human dispositions, our teacher identities? How do we diversify the teaching force in music education? Who is a is a diverse and anti-bias music education for? Is it for students, for music educators in pre-K-12 school set settings, for those in community music experiences, for university faculty? Um, and yeah, those are all wonderful springboards um, that we'll be diving into with Dr. Howard in this book. And those are questions that, you know, come up and I think about quite a lot and yeah. um, I know you and I have had this discussion um, often in this past year is that uh, what does culturally responsive teaching look like in a not very diverse community right? right. and also the difference between using um, diverse materials and multicultural materials and teaching with cultural relevancy in mind mm -hmm. and how those are two separate things yeah um and the importance of not shrugging and going well you know now that i'm not in a diverse population that means i don't have to pay attention mm -hmm. to culturally relevant pedagogy but actually i think even well more so even more so we want to make sure that we're serving our students no matter who they are but anyway so all those questions i don't have answers but we're we're gonna dig in yeah this uh in summer so excited for that yeah and it's time for our work smarter not harder teacher tip carrie yeah, so I am going to do a, a timely tip if you're listening to this pretty soon after this episode drops. Well, although some people teach into June, I kind of forget that. We're we're spoiled here in Colorado, yeah. and we're typically done around Memorial Day, although we go back early in August, oh, yes. so it always pays up. But anyways, I want to talk about packing up the classroom, and oh. my tip, as silly as it sounds, is ask questions. <laughs> and what I specifically mean by this is when it comes to how you are to pack up your room what are you to take down off your walls what can you leave up on your walls so I used to work at a school where we had to put everything away we oh, had to cover too. everything we had to take every bulletin board scrap down we had to take every um stapler staple if there was a staple stuck in the bulletin board our principal would come and rub their hands over the bulletin board Ugh. to make sure every staple was out and Ugh. every tiny little thing and so I taught there for so long that that's just what I did and I just didn't 
didn't even think about it. And then I went to a new school and I'm packing up for the room and I'm doing all the same stuff and I'm being really meticulous and I'm looking around the school going, what on earth? Like, why is no one seem to be doing what I'm doing? And I finally asked the question of what am I expected to take down? And they're like, oh, you can leave your bulletin boards up. You can leave your posters on the wall. We don't care. Uh. So, you know, do yourself a favor. You know, some principals are really good about giving checklists and this is exactly what you have to do. And other principals maybe just assume everyone knows. So especially if you're in a new school like I am this year, um, I've been asking lots of questions about what can I leave out? What needs to be put away? What needs to be secured? What needs to go home, you know, of my personal belongings? And just ask the questions because if it's going to save you a lot of time to not have to take stuff down then don't. I'm in the same situation because I am also realizing that there's not as much expected to come off the wall and stored away and fingers crossed. I think this will be the first year that I can check out on the checkout day Mm. and I don't go one or even two more days past when we're actually being paid to check out. I know for sure I'm going to be out because I my room is so wacky that most of my walls are either cabinets or windows yeah, and I too. can't hang a lot of stuff anyways and the stuff that I hung I want to take down anyways on my own but then as far as like stuff that's out it's it's all in cabinets already like I don't have a lot of stuff out right so yeah I'm gonna now the stage that's a whole other situation but right. I know that I can still check out on the checkout day and get out of there I'm really but, excited I yeah. can't remember the last time I did this <laughs> I try to do that most years unless I'm moving I but, don't um, because I just find it's just so hard to, yeah. to do that work when I'm still teaching because well, that's I, what I was gonna yeah. also say is kind of get the vibe from your teammates too as far as like you know, I again, I've worked for principals that said nothing can come off the walls, nothing can be put away until after the students leave because we want to keep that feeling of normalcy. And I really, truly believe in that. I truly believe that kids need the consistency all the way through. But there might be little things that you can do, start doing ahead of time, you know, with, that's not so visible to the kids. You know, cleaning out filing cabinets, you know, throw, cleaning out your desk, you know, like things like that. I, I don't have to clean out my desk. You have to well, clean out your desk? I don't have to. I do it for me. You're going to clean out your desk. Not It's not cleaned out, but get rid of stuff I don't, because my desk is where I just throw stuff in throughout the year, and then by the end of the year, it's like overflowing no, with Carrie, ridiculousness. that's what cabinets are for. You throw it in the cabinet, and you close okay. the door really fast. So in your case, cleaning out cabinets. <laughs> yes. No, I just, yes. like, I and we that. have a whole podcast episode we can link to called, you know, Do Yourself a Favor. What do we call it? Thank Yourself Later. It's because Make your future self. Your future self will thank you. Will thank you. That's what we called it. And My future self. It's a whole bunch of tips It's like going to open cabinets and stuff's like, just going to fall out. And there are out. some years, I get it, there are some years that I was like, done, get me out of here, I'll deal with this in the fall. Yeah. But if there's little things you can do now to, to make your life easier in the fall, it's, it's always nice. Your future nice. self will thank your you. Your future self will thank you. So there's my tips. Okay. So now it's time for our CODA section where we give a personal or professional recommendation, something to enjoy in the upcoming weeks and months. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Um, I like audiobooks. Uh, I like reading real books. I mean, it's all real. You know, you're reading with your ears. Sure. So anyway, uh, and I was, I listened recently, listened to Brene Brown's book, Atlas of the Heart, 
And this is where she really defines 87 emotions and experiences that define what it means to be human. Now, here's why I say listen to Brene Brown's audiobook, because any of her audiobooks. Um, uh, I've listened to a little bit of other ones, but this is the one that I've listened to from beginning to end. Uh, here's what she does. Uh, it's a very different experience than reading the book because she's narrating her book Mm -hmm. and she'll stop and she'll say okay now this isn't in the book but i have this little aside that further illuminates such and such and she'll tell a little story or sometimes she said um let me read that to you again because if you were reading the book you'd want to read this again and so let's just hear that again and she is a hoot she cracks me up because she's like it's like she's actually talking yeah she's like the best college professor ever because She's reading her own material, but then she'll stop and say, okay, so since you're doing the audio book, here's what this illustration looks like in the paper book. And it's just awesome. Cool. And um, yeah, so, you know, Brene Brown, any of her books, I'm sure she does this, but Atlas of the Heart is specifically what I just listened to. And uh, so glad I did it on audio because it's like having a having a chat with a friend because she's like, hey. Let me read that to you. This is really important. You're you going to want to hear that again. You're going to hear this again. You, Tanya, need to hear this exactly. again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Carrie? Oh, for something totally different. Okay. Surprise, surprise. So um, this is not a new podcast by any means, but it's another good one if you love the true crime I was going to say, do people die? Yeah. So this <laughs> is Tenfold More Wicked, um, hosted by Kate Winkler Dawson and... Um, I love also her podcast, Barry Bones, which she does with Paul Holes, which I've recommended before. And this is all part of the Exactly Right Podcast Network, which oh. is my favorite murder. So, like, you know, they need to be sitting at the same These things scare me and ick me out. Well, this one you might kind of like, but maybe you wouldn't because, um, okay, so here's what she does. She has, um, like, a series. Well, she'll do, like, a six-episode series about a specific case, and she'll, like, bring, you know... Um, unfold what's going on and uh she'll interview people if there's people who are still alive or people who have researched the case and whatever so specifically this um little episode series that she came out from out with was the morphine murderess and this is a true crime story that took place in early 1900s new orleans so there's lots of louisiana connections for you there tanya okay and um it it details the the crimes of annie crawford and i won't tell you any more than that if you want to listen to it but um it's a it's just a fun listen i don't know i love old-timey murders (laughs) whenever i listen to any true crime i like the old-timey stuff the best because it just always brings up just what life was like back then and, like, just some of the, the stuff people were dealing with. And maybe it's just because it's easy because you feel more separated from the people. I mean, it's still sad because people die, and I'm sure they have descendants and people who still mourn those people. It's not to make a light of it, but it, it's maybe a little easier to listen. And it's a little more, like, spooky mystery when it's things that happened you know, right. a century ago okay. or more. So, anyways, uh, the, the podcast, again, is Tenfold More Wicked. She has has many episodes and she's been doing this for a while but specifically the morphine murderous series of episodes is i'm really enjoying i'm not done with it yet but i'm i'm hooked and i'm enjoying it okay yeah we've reached the double bar line thank you for listening to music teacher coffee talk show notes can be found at music teacher coffee talk podcast.com you can connect with us on facebook and instagram just look for music teacher coffee talk 
If you enjoyed this show, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast. And we always appreciate folks buying us a coffee, so look for that link on our show notes and on our Facebook page. We will be taking a couple of weeks off to wrap up the school year and prepare for the summer, but our next episode will be the start of our summer book club. We'll be discussing chapters one and two of Realizing Diversity and Equity Framework for Music Education by Karen Howard, and that episode is scheduled to drop around June 11th. So until next time, this is Carrie. And this is Tanya wishing you happy musicking.